Fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market laissez-faire capitalist society allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Is it that time already? Holy cow, what a day it's been. It is the middle of the week. It is the greatest day of the entire week. You can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And boy, do we have a program lined up for you today, as we do every single day, because we are here to entertain you. Welcome into the broadcast. This is the Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier, broadcasting live. Out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country. Multiple radio stations, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. Your millennial general doing what he does best every single day by entertaining and giving a little bit of information all at the same time. (laughs) That's what we try to do, at least. Bottom of the hour, Richard Battle. He is a Texan. Fifth generation Texan to be at that. He's also an award-winning author, author of his latest book, Life's Daily Treasure, 366 Doses of Hope, Optimism, Personal Growth, and Encouragement. Yeah, we don't hear about that much often anymore, do we? Good golly, that's uh, kind of a few and far between their positive thoughts. So we'll talk with him at the bottom of the hour. We're going to get his thoughts on what's going on at the southern border. Obviously, do we still have a crisis at the southern border? Yes, the is the short answer. The long answer is yes, and we have legislation that's going to make it even worse, obviously, with illegal immigrants coming across the border. So we'll talk about that with Richard Battle, how the situation is down there on the Texas border right now, and what we can do about it, or at least what we need to be aware of right now that's going on. So we'll get to that here in just a little bit. We also have some politics, some politicking, I know, shocker, right, in a political talk show. We have some politicking going on with uh, the Democrats right now wishing that Clarence Thomas, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, you know, the conservative guy who's of a minority descent that doesn't quite fit the narrative for the identity politics box that Democrats like to put minorities into right now. They don't like him. They've never liked him. And they don't want him to make any decisions right now on the Supreme Court while he's in the hospital with some medical issues. And they think that they, he should recuse himself from making any decisions. I find that kind of interesting. So we'll touch on that here in just a moment as well. Uh, Plus, what should the RNC do as we talk about immigration and some of these other issues? What should the Republican National Committee do as they start working on primary election season and the midterms coming up in 2022? It's going to be I'm telling you, I talk about it now because it's going to be a big year. So we need to prepare ourselves right now. First and foremost, though, there's a lot to get to. And hopefully you have a wonderful day for the middle of the week as you are I don't like to say you're almost to the weekend, although that's exciting, but also another day for you to kick some butt and actually grow yourself a little bit, right? At least we tell ourselves that. Here's what's trending in the stories today. What's trending today? So I got to admit, I was getting ready to do the show, doing some show prep, preparing for what I was going to talk about. And then I came across this headline that really just wipes away everything that I had planned on originally for the initial segment here, because... I had to scratch my head a little bit on, I mean, you can do a speculation here, but I found it interesting on why they had to make a story about this. Obviously, the last two years have been very interesting, so to speak. We shut things down with COVID-19. We locked it down. We had 
to wear the masks. We learned terms about contact tracing and social distancing and and COVID and natural immunity and and non-natural immunity and vaccinations. And we had to deal with some really weird stuff over the last couple of years, haven't we? Plus businesses that are trying to survive the non-essential businesses. That was a new term as well. Hey, you mom and pop shop trying to actually like survive to get a paycheck for you to buy groceries for yourself to take home. You're non-essential. You need to shut yourself down because we don't like you anymore. Yeah, then we've had two botched exits of different countries with uh, our international and foreign policy with Afghanistan and now with Ukraine, and things are just kind of haywire right now. So the mainstream media, obviously, had to try to do a little bit of damage control for the Biden administration by running a story like this. Here's the headline from The Atlantic. Take it with a grain of salt. You know the Atlantic. They're about as far left as you can possibly get. But again, this is the mindset where they're at so we can understand where we're at. Here's the headline. Why people are acting so weird. (laughs) Now, of course, I have to say that with the very millennial uh, generation mindset of why are we acting so weird? Like, I totally just don't get it. Yeah, that's the mindset that there. That's the lingo that you get from some of the social media and TikTokers and that sort of thing. The crime, unruly passenger incidents, and other types of strange behavior have all soared recently. Why, according to the writer Olga, why Olga are people acting strange? Now, of course, they can't talk about the behavioral issues of the left-wing progressives of not holding people accountable and the parents that try to be more like friends and they do actual parents and you know not setting boundaries of what's right okay and what's not okay they don't go into the gender issue about or teaching three-year-olds that they can be a different gender if they choose to be so they don't cover any of those issues which would be an obvious explanation to me on why people are acting so strange but instead Here's really, to me, it seems like the justifications and the victimization, which is their favorite thing to do, on why people are acting out right now with either acting out with road rage, which I may or may not have some road rage when I'm on the road, but by God, get the hell out of the way. (laughs) If you're not going five over the speed limit, then you're going too slow. Get over in the like curb and just like put along, put along. Let us actually get to where we need to go. I'm not stressed. Actually, I'm doing all right, but that's a prime example of what you would see for people acting out and acting strange right now. But according to them, they say that, number one, we're all stressed out because of COVID-19 and because of the spike in frustrations and rage and road rage and stress coursing through society right now. It's all because we're stressed out with COVID-19 and some of the social distancing and financial struggles that we've had throughout the nation. They mentioned, by the way, nothing regarding inflation regarding $5 gas prices, regarding the lack of transparency from the Biden administration. This is a political site, political article to a degree, and yet they don't mention any of those things. And again, I find that quite intriguing. Number two, they say, now we'll get to the main reasons here in a second, but I mean, come on, you have to understand what their thought process is here, even if there is a lack of a thought process from the other side. People are drinking more. People have been coping with the pandemic by drinking more and doing more drugs. And, quote, a lot of these incidents involve somebody using a substance, whether they're drinking before they get on the flight. A lot of auto accidents, including aggression-driven auto accidents, come from substances. It's not you. It's the substance. Now, I'm not justifying in any way, shape, or form people that are actually aren't substances. That's really sad. Yes, we have seen a spike in that. But um, I don't know that I've been drinking. In fact, I've been drinking less. Not that I went to the bars before, but don't you think people would want to go to the bar and have a drink and and they couldn't do it because COVID-19 came out at 10 o'clock? 
Americans have been drinking apparently 14% more days and months during the pandemic as drug overdoses have also increased since the year of 2019. That is why people are acting very strange. They also go on to say we're social beings and isolation is beginning to change us in society. Finally, mental illness can't explain some of these issues that we're seeing in society. So why are we acting a little bit strange when we have some road rage, when we have a little bit of frustration, when we just can't get along with that other person in the community or in public in general or even with our own family members? It's a very simple explanation, and it doesn't need, by the way, federal grants to study this issue from a university to tell us what it is, to be like, ha now we figure out the answer. We can look around in our own society right now, can't we? Now, I'm talking through a political lens where I see a lot of issues that frustrate a lot of individuals. And as we talk a lot about on this show, the isolation that we're in. I'm not talking isolation of COVID-19, of, you know, stay away from me. We need to social distance uh, because I don't give a crap about any of that stuff. I'm going to go up and give you a big hug or shake your hand or something. And if you don't like that, then you can wear a mask and spray yourself down. Well, I saw once I'm done with you, but still, I'm going to be sociable because that's just the kind of creature that I am. Makes total sense with me sitting in a radio studio all by myself, talking to myself half the time. But nonetheless, here's why people are acting strange politically right now, which I think drives into society overall as well. Because what happens in Washington, D.C., what happens in Hollywood eventually bleeds into the rest of the country. And we're maybe a little bit behind, but at least we see still see the same trends relatively. Here's why people are acting weird is because we're sick and done with you. As we talk about isolation, I don't talk about COVID-19 isolation. I talk about we feel like, and you get this, you relate to this, we feel like we're on our own. We're on our own. We have to figure it out ourselves because the elected officials aren't doing their jobs. We're not getting answers from Washington, D.C., or from our state governments, for that matter, in some aspects as well. We're not getting the transparency. We're not getting the accountability. We're getting absurd, ridiculous legislation and policies that are doing us more harm than good, while the politicians telling us that they're doing it are saying it's doing more good, which we just don't see in society. We feel like we have to cling on to our guns and our Bibles when they tell us that we're crazy for clinging on to our guns and our Bibles. We have a severe lack of trust in our federal government right now, in our health officials from over the last two years, and just elected officials in general. We have a lack of trust when they demonize Donald Trump for everything, which we have some good news, and we'll talk about that a little bit later as well. They demonize Trump for everything, yet... We have a quote-unquote swamp or a deep state or a corrupt government or the elites or the whatever you want to call them. We have the guys that have been running the government for years, still running the government, still doing backdoor deals, still working with their special interests, making millions of dollars for themselves, while burdening us with $7 gallons of gas and with $5 loaves of bread. They're burdening us with all this crap and saying there's nothing they can do about it. We have elected officials that literally tell us, that come to our TV sets, that come to the town halls, that look you directly in the eye and say that their spending habits that drive a major deficit into this nation that's broken records year over year over year for our federal debt, look you straight in the eye and say that their spending has nothing to do with inflation. They've told us that. Nancy Pelosi just said it a week or two ago. They literally say, what we do with our spending in Washington, D.C. has nothing to do with the debt, nothing to do with the deficit, nothing to do with inflation. It's just because you're not paying enough in taxes. Therefore, you just need to catch up with what we're doing. Get with the game here. Pump up those numbers a little bit. 
We seem like there's a different set of rules for the ruling class slash elite slash deep state slash politicians compared to the rest of the nation. Is there not? There's a Hunter Biden investigation right now on a laptop that was dropped and then forcefully picked back up again right now. They're finally starting to see what's going on. Let me tell you, if any official ended up getting a laptop from a private citizen that did not have status of a Biden and saw child pornography on there and saw them doing crack cocaine with a lot of prostitutes and, oh, by the way, lots of documents showing dealings being made with China and Russia and the Ukraine and other places where they're making millions upon millions upon millions of dollars, I would assume that that would be taken into custody immediately and an investigation will be done and a month later that person will be rotting in jail with no opportunity for parole. Uh, Well, unless they paid themselves out, of course, but you get my point. Yet, right here we are with a small investigation, a forced investigation, to where it's being thrown under the rug and we're not supposed to know about it. We have the Clinton campaign right now that's getting slapped right now for the Durham investigation from the Russian collusion scandal against Donald Trump, and yet the media is not talking about it and no one's in jail yet. Why? Well, because they don't want it to be. But yet, the Uh, Federal Election Commission is now fining the Clinton campaign for what they did with the Durham investigation, showing that yet this is slowly moving forward. And what do they do? The slap on the wrist. Hey, hey, we know you did something wrong. We know that it probably broke every ethical code in politics, but yet we're just going to throw a little fine on there. We're not going to report it by the mainstream media, and then we'll just go about our business because we don't want you to know about it. You want to know why we're acting weird? It's because we're angry. The system serving you and not the rest of the people, and we're kind of tired of it. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. 
Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. 24 minutes past the hour, radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting. I'm starting to come to the realization that everybody on the other side of the aisle, and I'm trying to help you here, so don't get mad. Don't close up on me here. Let's have a real conversation. Let's have a heart-to-heart. Let's have a uh, come-to-Jesus moment for a second, shall we? If you're going to write stories trying to explain our behavior, then maybe you should understand our behavior. i just throwing it out there. I'm talking in a... Not a partisan manner, but in an ideological manner, because unfortunately politics bleeds into your lifestyle, which is a good and bad thing, by the way. It's not a good thing when you say one thing and then do something completely different. It is a good thing when you actually live by the principles that you actually fight for in the political realm. So that would be a good thing where we actually praise you. Take notes. Again, write it down, progressives, other side of the aisle. I think everybody in the mainstream media, I think every Democrat in elected in elected office, I think every political strategist, I think all of them need to retake the class that Hillary Clinton took when she was running for president on how to relate to her constituents. <laughs> Where they had to, oh yeah, and how do we how do we actually relate to these people? Like, can we actually relate? Can we talk about NASCAR or fishing trips or something with them? What do we do here? I don't feel no oh. ways tired. Oh come on! I come oh. too far <laughs> from where I started from. Nobody told me that the road would be easy. I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. She sounds like a dying bird. Just throwing that out there. So the other thing that maybe would help your case would just to be have a little bit of consistency. Now, I know that on the progressive end of the aisle, because you don't have necessarily principles, then you just kind of go with wherever the breeze blows for that day in popularity from the from the masses on whatever poll comes out. But if you stood for some type of actual principle, and this goes for many Republicans as well, then people would actually begin to support you. There's a prime example of that today where uh, there are political lines apparently being drawn with the Democrats calling for Clarence Thomas to step down and actually recuse himself from the Supreme Court because he's in the hospital with some medical issues and he's had to hear some of the cases that they're dealing with right now over a virtual live feed or over at Skype or a Zoom or whatever they're doing, that he hasn't been able to be there in person. Now, the progressives are hating this, that he's still doing his job while he's actually sick. You know, heaven forbid a work ethic in life today. That you could actually do your job on location because you're still sick, but yet realize that duties actually still need to get done. What a wild concept. That he's in the hospital, he's not doing well, and yet he's still remotely listening to cases. Democrats don't like that. Now, I can ask a simple question why, but that would be a rhetorical question because what we want is maybe a little bit of consistency. Do you remember at all, if it ever happened, the time that they called for John McCain and I know he's a, a Republican. I use that in air quotes for my radio listeners. Uh, a Republican, Republican in name only. That's what we refer to as a rhino or as a hack or as a spineless goon, whatever you want to, the term you want to throw out there, whatever. Do you ever remember the Democrats or anybody really calling on John McCain to recuse himself from the Senate because he literally spent the last eight months of his time in office at home not doing his duty as the head of committees and voting and actually, you know, being in D.C. doing his job. He wasn't there. He had brain cancer and rightfully so he should have been home at the hospital with his family doing his thing. Did anybody call on him to be like, you know, Maybe you should recuse yourself from actually doing your job and step down and let somebody else handle it that can actually be there to do the job. 
We feel for you. We're praying for you. Go home and get some rest. We'll get somebody else. Didn't happen. Or we could even talk about the Supreme Court. Remember Ruth Bader Ginsburg? She was sick. She like fell and like broke her rib before she started stepping down. She was extremely ill. She wasn't able to even make it to the hearings of a lot of different Supreme Court cases. And yet the Democrats, did they call on her to recuse herself at all? Don't seem to remember that one. Oh, that's right, because it never happened. But yet Clarence Thomas, conservative guy, boy, if we can get him to recuse himself, it'll be a closer margin. We could ram through some pretty progressive things through the Supreme Court, and he wouldn't be there to obstruct our crazy agenda because he's a hateful right-wing hate monger that's probably a racist even though he's a minority. <laughs> the thought process of the Democrats, the right? Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Oh, man, I got to give a shout out here. This is great. I was going through some of the uh, article links that I had up on my web browser here, and I don't know if it was coincidence, if it was planned accordingly this way, but hat tip to the National Review. (laughs) They have an article that I'm going to get to here in just a second. They have a major picture of Joe Biden where it looks like he's in one of his delusional states and forgot what he was talking about and his hands are up and his eyes are all glossy and glazed over. And right beside his picture is an advertisement, an online advertisement for a Constitution 101 DVD set for you to be able to purchase. I, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's right there. That's what you call powering up, baby. Come on. Fantastic. Welcome back into the program, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. I don't want to waste any time. So the headline, actually, that we were going to get to here is uh, goes right into our next guest and the latest in What's Trending. What's Trending Today. So here's the headline. The Biden administration set to lift a Title 42 border policy allowing immediate deportation. Now, this was Title 42 public health order was what the Trump administration had put in effect during COVID-19, saying that, hey, like, if you're illegal and you come over our border, then we get to immediately deport you is uh, with a concern of health risks in the country. Now, we should be doing that anyways, because, you know, if you break the law and come over the border illegally, then we should immediately deport you or not let you across the border in the first place. But if uh, this was Title 42 public health order saying that if uh, you did that, we had the right to deport you immediately with concerns of health risks in the country. Now, that was reaffirmed during the Biden administration when they first came in just last year, but it's set to expire. 
And the Biden administration is going to let this expire and lift, meaning it's just another opportunity for the other side of the aisle to say, oh, hey, sorry, we can't deport you if we catch you coming across the border illegally, which is something we haven't heard in the media as of late. So what is the latest going on down there? And is there a tie between what's going on at the border and what's going on in the Ukraine? So much to go hmm about, right? As we, again, refer to the headline from the beginning of the show on why are we all acting so weird in society? And on the line with us here, super happy to have this guy back on the program. He is uh, the author of the latest book, Life's Daily Treasure, 366 Doses of Hope, Optimism, Personal Growth, and Encouragement. You can find his uh, website with all of the wonderful books and stuff that he has online at richardbattle.com, but it's the man himself, Richard Battle. Richard, how are you, my friend? Andy, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having us back with you. Again. Oh, it's always good to talk to you. I love I love having our conversations. Uh, and I know you've been listening a little bit, but what is wrong with the world today? Why are we acting so strange? I would say this is maybe one of those points of frustration that we continue to bang our head against the wall with. What do you think? Well, absolutely. And the, the world functions better when everybody knows the rules. The rules are fairly consistent. And everybody's able to live their lives within that. In the last few years, especially, it seems like the rules are written in pencil and they're being challenged and changed and the cultural norms are being challenged and changed every day, it seems like, which creates a lot of uncertainty and anxiety for us. Yeah, it's unfortunate. As soon as we start getting the play, the, the playground rules, then we start following them and they end up changing them. There's a headline now, too, that uh, Democrats could be claiming voter fraud or that the election has been stolen from them in preparation of the midterms because they're losing that badly in the national polls and they're worried about losing their majority. So obviously, Russia must be colluding with Republicans in the country in order to get them to get the majority again. Well, obviously, there's a thing going on now of blame, the blame game. Yeah. And when in doubt, you blame it on racism or Russia, and you're pretty safe if you don't like what's happening. <laughs> that is very true. Talk about what's going on. Uh, obviously, you're down in Texas. You you see a lot of these issues down at the border, and it hasn't been in the media lately. We haven't heard anything. Like, we heard caravans coming up from Central America, and then we haven't heard anything since. Are we still having a crisis down there? Well, absolutely. And first thing is, this is not a partisan issue. Yeah. And it's not a border state issue anymore like it used to be years ago. It's an issue in every community in the country. And it's a national security, it's a health, and it's an economic issue. And so what the two big things that are getting ready to happen, and one of them you alluded to in your introduction, is Title 42. And that is what has allowed us to deport people and keep the numbers down. February, there were 164,000 encounters. Only God knows how many people got by without being encountered on the border. That was the highest February we've had. And so Title 42 is going to incentivize people to come because they know there's less chance of deportation. And the second big issue is they're going to change about the same time and allow asylum officers, Border Patrol officers, to determine people's asylum claims. Now, people have to go to an immigration court. And the administration's motivation is to expedite the process. Well, personally, I don't want the process expedited. I want it to be secure. Yeah. 
I, I mean, you you and I both, we want the border secure, and that would make sense. Uh, that's almost, to me, like putting more of a burden on law enforcement in a community and saying, hey, I know that you're running around and doing citations for vehicles and you're stopping domestic abuse issues and you're stopping crimes that are happening in progress. But, oh, by the way, like there's, you know, some therapy that needs done by an individual who's crying on the side of the street. Can you handle that one as well? That'd be great. And can you make a judgment while you're there as well? Like putting it on border security to handle a an asylum seeker, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Well, no, and they're not equipped or trained for that. As good as they are at their job, when you have the immigration courts, those judges specialize in immigration law. They are in the best position to hear a a plea and grant it or deny it based on the law. The officers in the field, they may be versed, but they are not trained as well. And this will also slow them down for taking care of other issues if they're having to make asylum judgments on the spot. The hard part with this, though, and correct me if I'm wrong, because this is my understanding of a refugee status or an asylum seeker, is that if you are an asylum seeker or a refugee trying to flee a nation with a really bad situation or a humanitarian effort or whatever, that you can only claim that if you go to the nation that's bordering the one that you're in and go to the very next one. So if you're in uh, Guatemala or if you're in some other Central American country, you can't jump five countries over through Mexico and make your way all the way up through a train in order to come to the U.S. border to claim asylum because that legally doesn't make any sense. You can only go to the nation next to you. Is that correct? Well, that is correct. But what stopped this administration from violating the law previously? They're not enforcing the laws on the books with (laughs) regard to immigration, and Congress has a responsibility of passing laws, which they could do to change it however they determined, but they have not done so in many years. Yeah, that is true. That's unfortunate. We're talking with Richard Battle, author of the book Life's Daily Treasure. Find him online, richardbattle.com. Let's tie this into what's going on with Russia and the Ukraine, because now uh, the word is on the street, tweet, tweet, that we're getting reports of Ukrainian refugees at our border. Is that true? Well, that's true. Uh, when I was uh, down there last fall, uh, Texas Department of Public Safety public affairs officer told me that in the first nine months last year, they intercepted people from 150 countries coming into the U.S. And, of course, the vice president tried to go to the Northern Triangle to find the roots of illegal immigration when 36% of the people are not from the Northern Triangle or or Mexico. So the roots are much deeper than that, and I think they're in the mirror in Washington, to be quite honest about it. Do you think the Biden administration is starting to recognize the failures in this uh, issue because obviously it's a major issue. Trump made it a major issue back in 2008. Tom Tancredo made it an issue and he ran for president as well. Immigration's become more and more of a popular talking point. They've tried to downplay it through the Biden administration. They put Kamala Harris on it and she failed miserably because she didn't even go to the border. And after like a month of her heading up the panel or the uh, the task force for it, we didn't hear a word about it. Do they recognize this as a failure or are they letting it fly under the radar because they want to allow what's happening right now to continue to happen? Well, as I've been saying for about a year, this is purposeful Hmm. because it could be stopped. We know how to stop it. And so what is happening is what the administration wants to happen. And that's what's so bad for the American people because they spent $340 million the first nine months of their administration last year flying illegal aliens to the destinations of their choice. 
that didn't count other money that's going through NGOs and other things to help expedite illegals all over the country where local taxpayers have to pay to put them up for health care, food, clothing, schools, etc. And that's what's so bad about the Ukrainian border because we're sending tons of money over there to help them defend their border, and yet we're not increasing the expenditure here in the United States to defend our border. And not only that, border wall that the Trump administration had paid for and the labor, the wall materials are laying on the ground along the border because they stopped construction. And not only that, the state of Texas wanted to buy that material for Operation Lone Star and our border building operation, and the federal government wouldn't even sell that material to the state of Texas, which is totally irresponsible use of taxpayer money. So it's literally just sitting there still just rusting, and they're not allowed to sell it, they're not allowed to use it, it's just going to sit there. Exactly, and and that's a crying shame because the responsibility to spend the taxpayer dollar is important and this is just wasted money on top of everything else yeah yeah I, yeah on top of everything else exactly just kind of the uh, needle that broke the camel's back to where again why we're so angry and why we're acting so weird this is probably a good reason why richard battle we got to take a break here can you stick over one more segment with us Yes, sir. Awesome. Hang tight. When we come back, I want to talk about, obviously, with your book, some of the doses of hope, optimism, and encouragement. Let's talk about some of the positive sides of this. Are we seeing some positive movement? Are we seeing a little bit of a change? Or at least are are we seeing more awareness to do something about this issue? We'll do that when we come back here for a midweek celebration. Lots more to get to here. One more segment left on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Last few minutes of the program. I don't care what any other show says. This is by far the fastest hour of radio on, well, radio. Multiple radio stations, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. Trying to therify you each and every day as your political therapist. So don't you worry. We'll get you feeling zen by the end of the day like we do every single day. As we talk with Richard Battle, richardbattle.com is the website, his latest book, Life's Daily Treasure. So I want to talk on the positive side of the immigration issue, which I know is <laughs> it's hard to do right now. But uh, there's at least some positive stuff where we could take away from this. The Republican National Committee right now, according to Newsmax.com, is set to release a campaign video showing the crisis at the southern border, which got me thinking, Republicans, and Richard, you, I'm sure you can validate this as well, Republicans, we usually have a really hard time connecting the emotional response to political issues. Democrats do it great. They're the bleeding hearts. You know, we got to take care of you. You're poor. You're destitute. You're gender confused. You're, you're whatever. And so we're here to take care of you. And they do really good at firing up the emotional response. We're too analytical. We have a hard time with that. But if we can start showing, not to just be a, a negative doomsdayer here, but if we could start showing all of the negative disasters from the Biden administration on what it's done from really good to not so good now, I think this could really rile a lot of people. And I think a campaign video showing the southern border crisis, showing inflation, showing gas prices, showing, uh, I don't know, the soldiers in Afghanistan, showing the Russian-Ukrainian incident. If we start showing all these, it's going to pile up and it's going to be a pretty easy campaign for us. What do you think? Well, it should be, and I, I agree with that. And it's as simple as Ronald Reagan's question in 1980. He said, are you better off now than you were four years ago? And, of course, the answer was no. Yeah. And that led to him winning two elections in landslide format. And I think it's a very stark contrast to what we see today from just 13 months ago. And it should be an easy contrast to go back and point out the differences in policy that directly caused this. That would be nice. That would be nice. There is always, while we show the negative side, we like to show the optimism of what can be, not just what is, but we're the, the true visionaries, I guess we could say, of what can be, because we can get back to that land, streets, the streets paved with gold and the land of opportunity for everyone. Well, exactly. And I think people are sick and tired of the government telling them what to do health-wise and in so many other different fronts. And I believe they're receptive to a message of individual liberty and freedom that we had from our founding. And that's the opportunity. We need to let people know you've got a liberty here based on the Constitution, 
Are you willing to give that away for more government control of your lives? Yeah. Do you think Republicans are doing a good job at reaching newer voters, reaching a, a new voting base of new people that, that may not have heard of the conservative agenda? They always hear that Republicans are, you know, racist or they're evil or they're, you know, white supremacists or that they're the evil rich ones that are completely out of touch, which is none of that's true in any way, shape or form. Are we doing a good job at portraying that from the Republicans to let new people know about us? Well, I think it can always be better, and there's certainly one facet of the Republican Party that's the, involved in the swamp just as the Democrats are, and their view is different than the, the ground support, the grassroots support that's popped up all over the country of parents going to school boards, and more people are running for city councils and school boards than I've seen in a long time. Those are the type of things that encourage me. People recognize and Zelensky in Ukraine is a great example. You don't have to be an expert or a lifetime politician to serve and help people. Yeah. And that is encouraging to me because the Democrat Party tries to make politics so complicated, and they try to create the perception, hey, you don't understand it, leave it to us, and we'll take care of you. Yeah, that is very true. we got just about a minute left here, 45 seconds before we got to let you go. But working in the state of Texas, seeing what's going on at the border, are states, and is Texas specifically, finding new ways to try and handle the crisis on their own without the government, the, the federal government that's not there to help them? Well, yes. The state of Texas has a $3 billion investment operation, Lone Star, that's been going on for several months to build more border wall, put more agents on the border, and to do other techniques to try to help cover where the federal government is not taking care of enforcing the law. Sure. Good. Working on projects little by little. I love it. RichardBattle.com. Go and check out the website, his latest book as well, which you can always get, Life's Daily Treasure. Richard, always good to talk to you, my friend. We love having you on the program. we got to do it again soon. My pleasure. Thanks, Andy. God bless America. Hey, God bless America. Always appreciate that. That does it for us today. Podcast up in just a little bit. Tomorrow, Thursday, the pre-Friday celebration. we got lots more to get to. Stay tuned in for that one as we have a laundry list of things we still need to cover. Until then, be your own voice of reason. Be that change for positive optimism and encouragement in someone else's life. Until then, be your own voice of reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.